Hi there, this is Howard, back with the seventh segment of a special series of podcasts from the Susquehanna Historical Society and Free Library Association, entitled Off the Shelf. The purpose of this series is to educate the public, especially any new county commissioners we may have, new association board members, new library staff employees, and most important, the patrons, so that you understand the history of the association, of our branches, and are aware of the services that we provide. A lot of people are shocked to hear about some of the things in the programs that we run saying, I thought it was just a place to check out books. So with that brief introduction, again, welcome. This is episode seven of eight. Each episode covers one or more of the different areas of the organization. Today, as we start to close out our segments, we're going to hear from Mary Beth Manns, who works with several others in our outreach department in Montrose. Mary Beth is going to give us some history and information about the mission of the outreach group. So let's listen as Mary Beth shares this very important area of the organization. Hi, this is Howard, and I'm your host with the Off the Shelf podcast here. Somebody asked me the other day, how did you get into doing this podcast stuff? Well, you know, when I first started going to college many years ago, I took a radio production class and really, really enjoyed it. So uh, that was kind of an introduction to that. Of course, the technology is much different now. But when I started working here at the library and we started thinking about doing a podcast, and I started looking into how to do the podcast, one of the first places I found was using Anchor. And that really made it a very simple way to make the podcast, especially from the technology side. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is definitely the easiest way that I have found to make a podcast. And everything you need is in one place, and you can run it from a laptop computer. You don't need a high-end studio to be able to do it. Let me explain what that means. For one, Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when you host on Anchor, you can distribute this podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and several others. Everything you need to make a podcast is in one location. And here's the best part. Anchor is totally free. So, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. I'm guessing it took me less than 15 minutes to go to the site get set up, and record my first little what I called mini podcast. I'm sure you're going to find that the experience is just as fun and as easy for you. Again, that's anchor.fm. Outreach service has been part of the Susquehanna County Library's DNA from the very beginning. That would be 1907 for those of you that missed the beginning podcasts in this series. However, what we call the Outreach Department 
didn't come into existence until the early 1990s. What follows is the story of how the library got out of that first building and traveled all around the county in over a century of existence. If we define outreach service as the attempt to provide service to people who might not otherwise have access to those services, we have the essence of what the outreach department does, provide library service to people who do not or cannot access the library building. A patron once referred to us as the reach out department, which is also a concise summary of our mission. The focus on outreach service here in Susquehanna County is due in large part to library founder Francis Cope. Whether it was his vision or his life experience of living outside of Montrose in the town of Dimmick, he was aware that one building would not be able to provide library service for such a large and rural area. The first attempt to provide outreach service was through traveling libraries. A traveling library was a crate of 40 to 50 books delivered to any community that requested them and was supplied by the Pennsylvania State Library. According to association records, they were part of library service in this county as early as 1907. One of the original cases used to house a traveling library sits atop the magazine display in the current library at 458 High School Road. The sight of the crate both astonished and delighted researcher Bernadette Lear, who was here documenting early library service in Pennsylvania when she spied it in longtime library director Susan Stone's office holding up the staff mailboxes. Next came bookmobile service. The first mention of a so-called book wagon appears in the association's annual report for 1917. At that time, mobile library service was just a dream for the future. However, less than a decade later, on June 11, 1924, a book wagon made its first foray into the county. The bookmobile made stops at schools, community locations, and even individual homes, traveling three to 4,000 miles a year. Except for a break in service between 1945 and 1951, which began with a serious accident and was exacerbated by shortages during World War II, the service continued through the 1980s. As you might imagine, today's bookmobiles look different from the vehicle that serviced the county in 1924. Patrons stood outside the earliest examples and perused the books on view when the side doors were swung open. Now, patrons can climb aboard the bus to browse the shelves and perhaps even use the internet. Stop in the current library to view the evolution of county bookmobiles through pictures displayed around the circulation desk. You can also see the actual doors of one of the first bookmobiles hanging on the wall among the photos. As county residents, we are all painfully aware of the toll rural roads take on our vehicles and it was no different during the bookmobile era. By the end of the 1980s, the bookmobile needed to be replaced again. At the same time, a number of factors were contributing to a decrease in bookmobile usage. Couple that with the prohibitive cost of a new vehicle, and it was time to rethink outreach service to the county. After much research and deliberation, 
the traditional bookmobile service was replaced with the Books by Mail and Books on Wheels programs, which comprise the outreach department and is the current model of outreach service in the county. Arriving in 1992, I just missed experiencing the last bookmobile, but I have been at the library long enough to have driven every one of the four vans that have been part of the Books on Wheels portion of the outreach services. Now, four vehicles in 30 years may sound excessive, but each time the van needed to be replaced, it was due more to rust and not so much to wear. Every single time. And we still don't have a decent solution to that problem. Though there are still books and wheels involved, the Books on Wheels program operates more as a delivery service than a mobile library. The van is used to transport boxes of books to deposit stations, which are small rotating collections of library books in public locations that can be accessed by the surrounding community on the honor system. If that sounds familiar, it is because deposit stations are a continuation and an expansion of the traveling libraries that were part of outreach service since the beginning in 1907. The number of deposit stations fluctuates according to a community's needs and available locations. Currently, there are seven deposit stations spread across the county in post offices, convenience stores, a pharmacy, and a township building that can be accessed by anyone during normal operating hours. Additionally, there are eight other deposit stations located in senior living centers and nursing facilities that can be used by staff and residents of those locations. The Books on Wheels program continues the outreach service to schools that have begun with a bookmobile. However, instead of lending books to individual students, teachers borrow boxes of books for use in their classrooms. Teachers can request books to supplement reading material, or books on a particular topic, or even books in a specific genre. Over the years, the service has expanded to bring books to daycares and preschools, as well as to the private and public schools within the county. In addition to books, outreach staff members are more than willing to present story times when so requested. Truly, this is one of the favorite duties for the current outreach department staff. Nothing can compare with the enthusiasm and even occasional applause that we encounter when entering a room full of willing preschoolers. When COVID policies kept us out of the classrooms, in-person story time is what we missed most. Book deliveries and story times do not end with a school year. There are still a number of programs that are active through the summer and require book deliveries and story times. Again, the numbers and locations do change, but most recently the summer schedule includes visits to daycares, scout camp, Pratt Memorial Library, and the Mountain View Extended School Year program. The van is also used to provide service to inmates at the Susquehanna County Correctional Facility. When the library and the jail occupied opposite corners of the green in Montrose, it was just a short jaunt to deliver books to inmates who had placed a phone request to the library. Procedures changed when the facility moved to its current location at 137 Ellsworth Drive in South Montrose. Now, outreach staff provides inmates with monthly service in two visits. The first visit is used to gather patron requests by title or topic, 
and the next week the fulfilled orders are delivered. Since the county library system has expanded to include four buildings, it became necessary to add weekly branch deliveries to the Books on Wheels duties. Besides distributing newly catalogued materials and supplies, van service facilitates borrowing and returning of materials within our system. In other words, patrons in Forest City can request items only held in Montrose and have those items delivered to Forest City, usually within the week. Materials are returned in the same manner. This service greatly enhances library service for all county residents. I would be remiss if I did not mention the support we get for the Books on Wheels program from Scott Quigg at the Pump and Pantry. For many, many years, he has paid the upkeep on whatever van we are driving. That includes gas, tires, service, and repairs as needed. It is a luxury, and we are thankful for it every trip we make. That brings us to the other component of outreach service, the Books by Mail program. As the name implies, library service is provided by way of the U.S. Postal Service to any county resident who requests it. Other than a current library card, there are no further requirements to be met. Books and return postage are sent once a month in a reusable bag. Most library materials can be borrowed through the Books by Mail program, though some items are too large to fit in the mailers. When it first began, Books by Mail service was entirely free for patrons. Money budgeted for the bookmobile became the outreach services budget. The thought was, since patrons weren't charged for bookmobile service, they would not be charged for outreach services either. When the troubles came with the severe 2009 funding cuts, we started asking Books by Mail patrons to become library members and not just patrons by contributing to the support drive in the amount of $35 annually. However, to fulfill the outreach services mission, patrons are not denied service just because they are unable to contribute to the support drive. Books by Mail service is tailored to the needs of the patrons who use it. Most patrons use the service on a monthly schedule, but it has also been used to provide library service to patrons recuperating from surgery or those with car troubles or those who would rather not travel during the winter. There you have it, a synopsis of outreach services from the beginning through the present. And though we cannot predict the future, one thing is certain. We will still be committed to outreach service in Susquehanna County, whatever form it takes. This is Howard, back with you for a wrap-up. This finished up our seventh segment of the overview of the Historical Society and Library Association. Thank you, Mary Beth, for your information about the library outreach programs. I work with Mary Beth and the other outreach staff as a part-time staff member here at our Montrose location for over four years now. But I learned so much from listening and working with Mary Beth on her segment for the podcast. 
As a listener, if you've got any questions, you can come in and contact Mary Beth directly or check in with me and I'll check with her and we'll get an answer back to you and everyone else that listens to the podcast. Looking ahead to our next and final episode in our eight-part series, you're going to hear from yours truly, Howard. I'm going to talk about a couple of the smaller but just as important staff areas in the association. This episode is scheduled to be released a week from today, or if you're catching us after all the episodes have been released, you can download them all now. Be sure to subscribe either way to our off-the-shelf podcast so that in the future, as we get back to our regular segments, all of those free episodes will download automatically to your device. This is Howard again, wishing you a great week, reminding you to be sure to check out our website often to see what great new programs that we're running at one or more of our library branches. I want to thank you too for your support in the website. And a lot of times people wonder, well, how can I get more involved in the library? What can I do to support the library? Well, there's a couple of ways. The number one way is have a library card. we got 41,000 people here in Susquehanna County, and it's great to know that a very high percentage, in fact, close to 50% of the county residents have a library card. Well, if you don't have one, come get one and find out about all the great services that we have and that we provide. Secondly, you can provide financial support, either through the annual Blueberry Festival, the Pottery Sale, or one of our fund drives. And as far as the podcast is concerned, you can actually go to the library website, go to the anchor.fm website, and when you find us on there, you can subscribe to the website. That keeps you listening, but you can also provide a donation. And there's three amounts starting as low as 99 cents per month. So if you find value in what you're listening to when you listen to our podcast for 99 cents a month, thank you in advance for supporting us. This is Howard. We'll be back with another episode soon. And if you've got any comments or questions, please let us know.